0: everybody and welcome to the third episode of give me back my horror movies the podcast i'm your host charlie and with me as always is nate say hello to the people nate
1: i won't let anyone come between us anymore i won't let anyone come between us anymore i won't let anyone come between us anymore charlie
0: stop it man you're freaking me out whoa you're freaking me out man (laughs) stop it man you're scaring me (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's that's what we're in for tonight um
1: yeah, yeah i decided to pick one of the most divisive movies to come out in probably the last 20 years in the horror genre
0: <laughs> yeah no you're not wrong this
1: literally splits everyone in half both figurative yeah. two and real
0: and real <laughs> yeah that 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 kind of does happen in this yeah. movie too i
1: definitely mm-hmm. pronounce those words right too <laughs> uh,
0: okay i'll believe you Brain so uh, there you go. As everyone can see, the movie we're doing today is high tension. I I like this movie. I really I like do. this
1: movie too. I mean, I don't understand this movie, but this is probably my fourth or fifth time watching it.
0: I understand it. I I, 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 I get where they're going. I do. Um, and we'll fill everybody in as as we go tonight. Yeah. How I how thought... are things? How are things before we jump right into this? Oh, they're they're lovely. Uh <laughs> I watched Halloween Kills and you didn't No, I didn't. I didn't I don't know
1: how you didn't do this. We we were on a horror podcast and like probably the biggest blockbuster horror movie comes out and you didn't you didn't rent it.
0: No, because I have to sign up for Peacock. This is get true. The, get the free trial, then I'm gonna forget that I got it and I'm gonna end up paying for Peacock for like two months because that's exactly what happened no. with hbo max it'll be like
1: 60 dollars later you're like son of a bitch
0: <laughs> i got hbo max to watch uh king kong versus godzilla and then was i'm it like that in... one first
1: or was it yeah. more
0: combat i thought kong Which i don't know was
1: first? i honestly don't remember one,
0: one of those was first and i got yeah. it for that and then i went the other one's coming out so i was like i'll i'll keep it and and maybe i'll watch something like game of thrones again and I'll buy it for two months. That's 30 bucks. I'm still ahead of the game. You're
1: still ahead of the game because it would have cost you with a family like 80 bucks to go to the theaters.
0: Oh, I can tell you about that here in just a second. But uh, oh, it's, I can't now, wait. Well, it's now October and I still have HBO Max <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've literally gone. I think Matrix is coming out in Christmas on that. So I might as well just keep it till the so yeah, yep, no, you have to. No, and
1: Dune comes no, out in. Yeah, like, Dune. It may come
0: out tonight, actually. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm not getting sucked into Peacock.
1: Because now we've all gotten rid of cable. You now have to have 19 streaming services to pay the same exact amount as cable, and it makes no damn sense anymore.
0: I took the family a couple weekends ago to see Carnage, Let There Be Carnage, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And uh, I wanted to see it in theaters. My youngest is a huge Venom Carnage fan. Uh, eighty-eight dollars later for a family oh, of five. What you
1: do? Buy tickets and one plate of nachos and a pretzel.
0: No, we we got um two large popcorns and two large drinks. Yeah, I'll do it. Tickets. It was eighty-eight dollars, and you know popcorn doesn't fill everyone up, so I still gotta go buy them food. Because yep. we're out. Because there's
1: always after you go to the movies, you gotta go get dinner somewhere. Um, because so, you you might as well. No one wants to go home after riding that high of like, oh well, I guess we're gonna cook something yeah. or just throw something in the oven real quick.
0: My uh, my movie outing cost me almost 150 bucks. Oh, so ooh. to go watch Carnage that I can probably stream in a month or so, um, on something I'm already paying for, so it's essentially free in my brain. It it was still
1: worth it though for Carnage. That was a pretty sweet movie.
0: <laughs> I did I did enjoy it. It's almost a horror movie. Yeah, really I mean close. we got a lot
1: of good body horror in that. Every time yeah. the transformation into Carnage looks
0: sweet. I loved it. I yeah. and Woody Harrelson. What's not to love yeah, about exactly. that? Exactly. But yeah, no, I uh, I didn't I didn't get Peacock. I haven't watched the new Halloween. I will, you know, eventually, but that one's dividing everybody again.
1: I already you know, need to watch it again because like I loved 2018 Halloween because I am not a Halloween guy. I'm a Jason guy. Yeah. And 2018's Halloween like did it for me. I was like, yes. The only other Halloween movies I really enjoy is Halloween 3 and Rob Zombie's Halloween. And so I'm the guy that you know every Halloween fan hates.
0: You know, I guess I can be the, the, the guy they really, really hate. I don't have a Halloween movie that I don't like watching. I can oh. start at number one. And go all the way through. I get that the when they tried to do the whole cult thing with the thorn. Oh, yeah. It, it got a little weird. But you know what? I'm still watching a slasher movie. I still get to see kills. I'm still enjoying myself. It's like, I don't need to analyze every movie when And it at comes the end out. of the
1: day, that's exactly why we're we, I picked High Tension. Because yes. even though... I don't understand this movie. I mean, something about it sticks with me for me to still hold on to the DVD after all these years Mm -hmm. and to watch it, like I said, probably the fifth time. And the movie still doesn't... I still don't understand it, but I still really enjoy it. I mean, there's a decapitation scene in this that is just as brutal the first time watching it.
0: Yeah, watching it, seeing it last night, watching it with Jackie, that... Because it's probably... This is, what, 2003... So it probably came out on DVD 2004. So I got it in 2004. I owned it for a while. I, I was one of those guys that would go trade in DVDs all the time and go get new movies. I didn't already have. This was pre Netflix where we could still yeah. get DVDs from Netflix. That was how <laughs> it started, but I would go trade in to a place called like buybacks and, uh, yeah, I'm done watching these. Let me go find something else on the shelf. So I had this one for a while. I watched it a few times. It had, fantastic kills in it and not a lot of kills no it's
1: a very low body count but like every time there's a kill in this it's some gross ass noises like it's gurgling it's bone crunching it's just weird pieces of human being torn apart
0: it's nate's uh, uh i think we're just gonna make it your catchphrase it's quality over quantity it is quality over quantity
1: I will take it all the time. The funny thing is, my DVD copy still has the buyback sticker on it as well. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you got mine. Oh, that'd be awesome! A little piece of Charlie is in my home.
0: <laughs> uh, actually, there's a couple pieces of Charlie. There are a couple home. pieces of Charlie in my home. Actually, <laughs> that's right. But uh, no, I, I, I do like this movie. So um, we have a trailer for this. I know we usually play trailers for everyone. There's no dialogue in it.
1: See, the problem is foreign movies never use dialogue because back when I was in high school and went and saw Kung Fu Hustle and I didn't realize that all those trailers that were making me laugh and I couldn't wait to see this movie, uh, it wasn't in English. Now, no, being no. in high school and not being totally in the film just yet, to me, I was like, ah, oh, crap, I got to read this movie. I have a newfound appreciation for stuff like that now. But
0: right. when and you're the, and-
1: 16, you kind of don't. You're just dumb.
0: And don't let us scare you on it. This movie isn't, like, full-on subtitle. There's very just few instances of them speaking
1: French. It's just not a dialogue-driven horror movie. This movie it's is not. here to give you kills and make you think, kind of.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to play it just because we play trailers on this show. Um, But just be prepared. There's no dialogue. And it's still creepy-sounding. But go on YouTube and check it out, though, if you really want the full effect we <laughs> I tell you, if it hadn't been for the song in there, there was I wasn't gonna play the trailer.
1: (laughs) I just love that the new like modern thing in trailers is to play like a cover song, but it's all slowed down and creepy. Yeah, and this movie did it before any of those. It's kind of burnt out nowadays, but Mm -hmm. this one was ahead of the curve.
0: Yeah, it's that there's some familiarity to it, which you know works. It's like how do you get people interested in something they have zero knowledge of? play some music that everyone knows or likes and make it creepy as all yeah. get out.
1: Just give them, uh, some Luther Vandross slowed down.
0: There you go. Uh, <laughs> that will do we'll do it. Won't you go ahead and give us the, uh, info on this, the director and budget and all that stuff. Yeah. So this movie
1: was directed by God. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Alexandre Aja, a French filmmaker yeah, that you that might remember right. that, uh, Did the Hills Have Eyes reboot. He
0: did
1: uh, Piranha 3D, which is just that cheesy reboot as well.
0: I love it. I love it. That went
1: for just gross kills and having fun while doing it. Yes. And he did one of my personal favorites, Horns. That movie got a lot of flack, and I don't understand why. It was cool to see Harry Potter grow horns and deal with all the seven deadly sins. Mm -hmm. And recently... Crawl,
0: which I absolutely adored. I lo- Jackie and I went to the theater and watched that because we love, like, I love, like, creature features, you know, stuff like Deep Star 6, yeah. Leviathan, Deep all that stuff. Beast movies. Yeah. But I like, like, sharks and crocodiles and, you know, Lake Placid is played in our house all the time. It's one of Jackie's favorite movies. I love, you know, things like Deep Blue Sea and all that stuff. But Crawl was like this. There was nothing in that movie was unrealistic that happened like the alligators weren't mutated. Yeah, they weren't super
1: beast. They were just standard alligators like it's what you get when you're in Florida.
0: It's it's they were primal. They were territorial and
1: protecting their nest. And it got moved because of a big flood that had came through because when it rains in Florida, it freaking pours. Yeah,
0: (laughs) And the majority of the movie is shot. So it's It's in a crawl space. yeah, It's shot in a crawl space. They have to crawl. Galligators crawl. I mean, it's all, it's there, right there. Everything you need to know is in the title. And Um, I think he, I think he nailed it. But he also, where he did that Hills Have Eyes is probably the most, I don't know, graphic movie at the time I had seen, or I don't know if I could watch it again. Just, "Eh, I want to watch this random horror movie let me throw on the hills of eyes remake
1: yeah definitely this is a saturday morning adventure for me
0: yeah no. No
1: no no no, <laughs> no 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 and it's one of those rare remakes that's like damn good like oh i love it that it... one last house on the left maniac evil dead mm-hmm. i that that's the ones i can name off the top of my head that like i'm like yeah those are really good really good yeah. remakes
0: yeah it's not your normal let's remake these classic characters and it ends up falling on its face like the the nightmare on elm streets the halloweens which is dividing everyone and the jason one divided everyone even though i'll go on record and say i enjoyed the the latest
1: just another J- friday the 13th friday the 13th movie. and there's nothing wrong with that
0: okay he lived in tunnels i didn't care It was fine he makes, it not yes, bother me how how he gets around yeah but yeah so i and this movie kind of was kickstarting something that was about to happen for horror movies. We were about to start getting these super dark, gritty, a lot of gore, a lot of body mutil. What did they? It's um gore porn or whatever they would call it. Torture host- porn is what they would po- used to call porn. it.
1: Like with Hostel and Saw, that was always like it's torture yeah. porn. It's torture porn. And like this is a movie that came out post nine eleven. Mm-hmm. So horror movies are definitely getting more scarier, le- less campy. Uh People are the villains. Yeah. Uh, the the that's, people—that's the big thing here. People, people are, are just evil. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. Just—it's an evil, dark world. And that's what this movie.
0: Uh, this movie in particular dives into that. Um, yeah. What's the budget on this?
1: Uh The budget on this one was only two point two million dollars, but it grossed okay. six point two nine million. So worldwide, it it's did really pretty good. well. It, it yeah. did just enough for a very like this is his second film. So this is enough yeah. to be able to get you that Wes Craven reboot that any filmmaker would be dying to get, you know, because I'm that's sure. just going to get your name out there.
0: But I'm also I, I would probably I'd want to give Wes Craven a little bit more credit where he probably watched this and went, OK, visually, I can see, you know, because a movie can flop with a good director. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I hate when people and, are like, well, he did so good. He got all these other ones. Maybe because, you know, he did a good job. He's talented. The movie flopped, Maybe that's
1: why. They can see and the talent. This movie oozes 70s Grindhouse, which when you think oh. of 70s Grindhouse, you're thinking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw you're Massacre. You're thinking the original Hills Have Eyes. Like, anything that's just rough to get through.
0: And he he has gone on to say that those were his influences for even doing this. To get into those 70s and 80s American slasher horror movies i mean he he literally went into i don't want to do the italian stuff i don't want to do you know all these others i want to get into the american stylized slasher
1: low things. budget but grindhouse to the point you know and like, yeah to me um when it comes to like french extreme movies this is like a good introductory film this is the one i, I would so. recommend to people like oh if you like this you're gonna like frontiers you're gonna like martyrs you're gonna like Inside. Um, this is the one to kind of to get you going. Um, yeah. All those movies are movies that it's like, I, I can watch this once martyrs. I can watch maybe once every five years. It's yeah. just, it wins me. It's too much. <laughs> it's depressing well, as hell.
0: I also look at this and it's along the same lines of, I was after watching this the first time I now wanted to look outside of the American studios. There was another really good one. I liked that came out of Australia, Wolf Creek
1: oh and dude wolf creek
0: i love that movie and it's australian it's the not the sequel anything that is was just as good yeah and this movie came out the same time as we were starting to get like wrong turn i think came out this yeah. year came out the same um, year uh house yeah. of a
1: thousand corpses came out the same year
0: more alternative horror no one knew what to expect from rob zombie Um, I went to a Rob Zombie concert that year and we got one of the absolute first clips from that. He played it in the theater. I don't want to say theater, the the concert hall. Um, and it was the scene where the girl is running away from Sherry Moon zombie in the field. Yeah. And what it is, is he played that clip and then it rolled right into the song that he did that. It has that nice. at the beginning. Yeah. But he he literally comes on stage and he's like, you guys want to see something really effing cool? And we're like, yeah. And this screen drops down. And he goes, well, you guys are going to get the first look at House of a Thousand Corpses. And we're losing our ever loving mind.
1: It's like you remember back when the that was supposed to come out. We were waiting forever. Like, I remember oh, yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, Rob Zombie's making a movie. Where is it? Because, like, there was that whole, like, is it going to get released? Like, it's getting. is it going to get cut? Like, that took right. forever. I remember just itching for that one to come out. Like, come on, I, I can't wait to see this movie.
0: Yeah, because you're still at the early part of people on the Internet. So the, if there was a message message board about it, you had to know some guy to know some guy to get a link into here to talk. You know, we didn't have the go on Facebook and check status or anything like that. It was because
1: yeah, you had like,
0: to find that information
1: this is the dude in White Zombie making a, a horror movie. Like, hell yeah, and right. it's, it's Rob Zombie. Like, uh, just
0: yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this this movie goes like hand in hand with the, uh, you know, we'll just call it the alternative horror movement.
1: Yeah, the um, uh, the new turn that was going to be happening.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I welcomed it. I, I enjoyed it, and you know, I watched this movie quite a lot when I got it. It has fantastic kills in it, but uh, you heard us say that this movie is divisive, divisive. Still can't say that word, Nate.
1: I still don't know it. Just like I don't know this movie.
0: This movie has an M. Night Shyamalan twist before M. Night Shyamalan knew what a twist was. And it's out there. It literally, some people went, man, that really killed the movie for me. And it did killed the
1: movie for me. It just made me go, huh?
0: Well, And then a lot of people tried to look into it, and they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, that doesn't make sense. They all missed a key element to why it made sense.
1: See, and I Um, must have missed it. So please, Charlie, we got to give them the spoiler warning right now.
0: Yeah. Spoiler alert. If you want to watch this movie, it's on. Please do. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Shut us
1: off and then you know, we'll wait. Like do 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 We'll still doo, be doo,
0: here. Oh, you know, we're just here. Oh,
1: and we, you know, you're back. Cool. Thank you. I'm so hey. glad you came back.
0: Thanks for coming back. Yeah, so the twist of this is we've we have watched a movie watching this guy decimate a, f- a family, kidnap uh Marie's best friend and, and let him Marie... know that like you're
1: special to me.
0: Yeah, you're special to me. You're special. You know he has a, a and a. You're a pretty one, or something like that. Yeah, it's something real weird. He's very they they portray him out very perverse, very yes, dirty, very everything, everything that you would fear or loathe is what this guy brings to the screen. Well, we're watching this whole movie, and then towards the la- end of the climax, we find out he's not the killer. No, what it we was have not seen, him is not what happened. Um, Marie is actually the killer. The, and it's uh, Marie who is obsessed yeah. with Alex. Yeah, and, so... Th-
1: this, like, changes the whole tone of the movie for me because the very end of the movie is... I love you. I love you. Like, don't you love me? Don't you yes. love me? And, as she is, like, chasing Alex.
0: Yeah, she's... A- she's obsessed and first time watching this you're you'll never get that feeling back the first time you watch this no it's, it's impossible open, to get back yeah, it's open eyes even i think jackie hadn't watched this since we probably had it on dvd so she almost completely forgot till we got about halfway through and she goes why do i feel like i've seen this i'm like we have seen it we used to own it so she didn't remember the twist but i think once she saw the twist she was like Oh, I think I remember
1: now. Like, oh, this is that movie with the big twist. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, it it, it was kind of like this. That's right. There's a twist. <laughs> so no, we so we 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 get this movie, this generic slasher movie. This guy terrorizing this house full of people. It was a mom, yeah. dad, uh, ki- uh small like kid like 7 8 kid? years Yeah. Running around, two college girls. It happens over the course of one night.
1: This is all very standard slasher stuff that gets thrown on its head because of the twist. Yeah. Because if not, it would just it maybe not it would have not stuck out to us probably. Honestly. Right. If it would've just been a normal plumber is the killer.
0: And and until you watch it one time and go back to watch it again, you realize that you're now watching this movie through Marie's eyes just not in a third-person style. You know, we're still watching it as if it was a slasher movie, but you start realizing that almost everything was from her perspective, you know, or if there was something she didn't see, she was actually filling in. Like the first time we meet the killer in the movie, he's sitting in the middle of a cornfield with this, I. I. I there's no nice way to put this, he's getting head, and the camera cuts to the outside of, the van and he just chucks this decapitated head out of his van
1: yeah i mean what else are you supposed to do with a severed head
0: what else Yeah, but the way it's shot you don't realize it's decapitated at first so you're like okay this is weird that's gross holy shit that's grosser than i even imagined Uh, yeah Yeah. like
1: this is some jeffrey dahmer level (laughs) grossness
0: and so you get these little elements, and I think that's kind of the other thing that people were like, that doesn't make sense. It makes sense if you realize at the very beginning of the movie, it starts with Marie sitting in uh, what we, we were led to believe is a hospital. And she has this hospital gown on, and she has cuts and bruises and stitches, and she's all messed up.
1: Because at the beginning, we're thinking, oh, this is her the next morning, survivor Yeah. W- this is where she survived. Yeah. And now we're going to get her story.
0: Yeah. We're going to start at the end. Then we're going to go back to the beginning. Then we're going to sprinkle in a little bit in the middle. Then we're going to go back to the beginning. And then the end a little bit. And it's a whole tro- <laughs> uh, Tropic Thunder thing there. But um, no. So the beginning is the detectives are questioning her. So when you go back and watch this a second time, you now realize you're not watching what happened. You're watching her her story to the detective of what happened
1: and maybe that's my problem because i'm taking it very literally where i'm like where'd she get the truck wait a minute now she's got this concrete saw like that means she had the truck but she chased the truck with her own vehicle how how was she in two places at once the killer was inside her all along
0: well that's essentially what you get the killer she is the killer the entire time and we can we can what i want to do is highlight certain things as we go to kind of give Nate these aha moments but we can't ignore some of the best kills
1: yeah so i say i to be like kills kills kills
0: so uh, the first thing we're experienced is that decapitated head and it is not like a passing glance the camera like zooms in on the head as the truck drives away
1: and it's like this dad is crawling on the floor he's just been stabbed in the face he's in agony yeah. And like, he's trying to climb up the steps and the killer just puts his boot on him and pushes his head through
0: the uh, stairwell. Um, the bal- the balusters of the stairs. Yeah. So and that's, the, that's the next kill. So the guy comes to the, you know, we get him at the door and waking everyone up so that we get this perspective from Marie. She's watching all this transpire from the, the top floor through the window. And then we watch this kill happen. And, yeah, this killer, like, puts this massive boot to the dad's head and shoves it
1: through Gets the balusters.
0: Stuck. Yeah, they don't break. No. He's stuck. Yeah, keep going. That And that's... then, after he does that, he grabs
1: the nearby bookshelf, and this thing looks like it is, like, sturdy, heavy oak, and slides it across the uh, floor and just takes off the head. And when this head pops off, like, it, like, it tears. happens slowly and, like, just painfully, and the blood just starts to, like, spill out from the neck. Like, yeah, and it just goes all over the floor, and that's, like, the defining moment of, like, oh, like, this movie's not gonna let up. No. And it I... really does not, because now this killer is loose in the house and just starts to pick off this family.
0: Yeah. And so... Here's where I'll I'll bring in some small things. If you notice throughout this movie as it goes, she and the killer never see each other face to face till the very end. She's always hiding just out of sight. Like she hid under the bed, even though the killer looked under the bed looking for... Because
1: to me, she was trying to you know hide from the killer to make it look like she right. was not staying there.
0: But when you watch it the second time, you go... Well, obviously, he can't find her. That's her.
1: And her whole mission here is to make sure she saves Marie.
0: Right. Because... But her other mission is, I'm telling the detectives how I got from this point to the next point.
1: Because, oh, you know, she's sane. Yes. No sane person would,
0: you know, lie. No. <laughs> you know, they, so the, the majority of this movie is her telling a story. To the detectives explaining what happened. Well, how did you survive this attack? I hid under the bed, but I also cleaned up the entire room to make it look like no one was in that room. So he wouldn't search for me. You know, that's the other thing she was doing. She was like removing all traces of her.
1: Even though
0: now she's now...
1: been in this house and like as she's like running around, every phone line is cut which you know she was doing while everyone was asleep.
0: Also, she's removing every trace of her being in that house. She has gathered all her personal belongings. She has cleaned up everything, all of her traces in the bathroom. She is subconscious, uh, you know, either subconsciously or doing it deliberately, cleaning up the crime scene of her being there. So she's been building this story of how she's going to get away with it in her mind. So as she's telling the cops that she's, she's telling them that's what she was doing was hiding from the killer. She's actually cleaning up the evidence of her being there.
1: So that's her way of saying, Hey, like, there's no way it could have possibly be me. Exactly. Like not at exactly. all, yeah. which is very interesting because as this movie's progressing on and she, you know, she catches up to the killer, let's say, and she's trying to free her friend, Marie. Marie is freaking out the entire time.
0: Yeah. You think she's just panicked because it, it's pretty, they, they allude it to be graphic, but also we don't see the killer interact with Marie at first. We The first time we see it is when he's carrying her outside in the chains. But this whole thing is taking place and Marie's asleep. Or not Marie, Ale- Alex. Alex is asleep while her family's getting murdered. So she's obviously the one left for last. So Marie is running around doing all this, saving her till the end. Um, Yeah,
1: because she has to take out the family because she wants to have Alex to herself. All to her. And it's pretty clear on because there is a scene once they get into the house where she catches Alex showering.
0: Yes, there are a lot of subtexts to this. Um, One is she sees Alex showering. She's sitting outside, and she can see through the window, and she sees that. There's also another scene that happens that is kind of important. She is pleasuring herself, we come to find out, probably to the images of Alex. The instant she's done is when the killer arrives.
1: Oh, dude, I never even thought about that.
0: Yeah. so I,
1: I, 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 in, I guess in my head when watching it, it, was like, oh, he just interrupted.
0: No, she no, was. No,
1: that is a really good point.
0: She was done. And I'm not meaning this in a crude way. It's like a switch got flipped. She was a different person at that point.
1: Yeah, because then after that, that's when the bloodshed begins.
0: It's, it's the exact moment of when that's done, that scene is done, the killer arrives at the door.
1: And it's like she takes out the dad first, so you got the big guy done. Big guy's done. The next one's the mom, and the mom's death is just as graphic because... And
0: drawn out.
1: Yeah, she has this uh, razor blade um, Mm -hmm. that she takes across the mom's throat. And just like when it goes across that throat, the amount of like dark visceral blood that pours out from it. it, It's a lot. And then like you hear her fall, you hear this disgusting like cut of the bone. Yeah. He or she just starts like sawing into the throat. Now you don't see it, but you're hearing it, which is so effective. And you're watching the blood fly onto the closet. And this closet is supposedly where Marie is hiding.
0: Yeah, so now we have the explanation of that how she knew to tell the detectives how the mom died. I was hiding in the closet through the the slats of the closet. She watched it happen. Yeah, there's
1: no way then that I killed the mom because I was hiding in the closet.
0: Right. Okay, also, okay. I see what you're saying. Why, okay, why would she be covered in blood? Well, she come out of the closet when the killer left. To check on the mom. So she's laying over the mom. And
1: somehow the mom's not fully dead yet. She's nope. like trying to talk, and you see like she has maybe an inch left of her neck.
0: Yeah, she tips her head back and the neck just opens, and more blood sprays out, and it sprays out onto Marie. So that's why Marie has the mother's blood on her. As she's telling the detective the story of what happened,
1: it's almost like you're trying to like defeat like 15 years of me being confused. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Did you see the rifle above the fireplace? No, I did not. So that's how the boy dies.
1: So the rifle was already in the house? Yep. Okay, I did not catch that. Yeah, because we have this poor little seven year old boy crying and like screaming. For his runs family, out of the house. Runs out of the house into the cornfield, which into I absolutely that, that, hate cornfields at night. Cannot
0: stand uh, them. You know, anything bigger than me, and I'm six foot five like that. I don't like cornfields, man. I, I will huh. be a bulldozer running through them. You you huh. know how they try to make it out like you can get lost. Well, if you had a sky view, you would see me leaving a trail. That's what <laughs> I. My arms would be out. And there would be like this Homer Simpson trail of corn stalks that fell. And then there's going to
1: be that crazy farmer like that's the weirdest damn UFO I've ever <laughs> seen landing these crops. I tell you what,
0: uh, yeah, it's going to be the weirdest crop circle ever. But the uh, <laughs> the 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 young boy goes running out into the field. We're watching the the serial killer guy grab a rifle from his truck, walk out to the cornfield. And you hear the gunshot go off a couple times.
1: Yeah, it's a few times. And it's, you hate to say it, but it's like you already went this far with the mom and dad stuff. You might as well have just shown this well, boy get gunned down.
0: <laughs> they had planned it. It was originally planned to show it, like, to the point of brains flying out. But the uh, the director himself went. I feel like that's going too far. And like, I'm maybe sitting there going, "This is
1: where I draw the line." <laughs> I'm going,
0: "That's where you're going to draw the." L-? I mean, I kind of get it, but I'm also like, "Dude, you're all in already." Yeah, um,
1: that's the director going. I I found the line, huh? I'll be damned. I, that,
0: <laughs> and the weird part is, he does he he crosses that line in the hills have eyes.
1: Oh, he does.
0: He does. Yeah. We're not gonna, this is why we'll, it's we'll not they, a
1: fun Saturday morning movie. Yeah, we'll,
0: we'll save that for later. But he he went, you know what? I regret not crossing that line. I won't make that mistake again. And he crosses that line in the Hills Have Eyes right Yeah, he does. And I, and I knew that was the scene you were talking about, too. Yep. So now the family is dead. We watch through the story that the guy has uh, Alex chained up throws her in the back of this truck which by the way the truck yes it does look like the jeeper t- creeper truck see it's, i was
1: trying to figure out why it looks so familiar
0: it's the same model it's the same you know they didn't make just one truck yeah it's <laughs> it's actually a french truck uh the jeepers creeper one has a little bit more rounded nose to it but this one has a so it's probably a different year make but it it literally is like the jeepers creepers van driving around all over the place
1: but with uh Was it, like Ted the Plumber driving?
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be the only part that I really can't explain, and I don't feel like, I feel like probably the director went, ah, I don't really need to explain it this deep. So we don't know if the truck is actually legit or if she put her in her vehicle and drove away. But
1: then that begs the question, and this is why it gets confusing, She clearly uses a concrete cutter. That is also in the movie, and she grabs it and chases Alex away from you know the truck,
0: and she kills a man with it. Yes. So, again, I can't explain that because they didn't film anything to help it. Even so much that I don't think we can trust anything we saw in the greenhouse scene because it's only her and him her and her
1: so it's her by herself probably really just wrestling with the reality breaking around her
0: that's what that's why i think like you get that point where he we've we've skipped a little bit and we'll go back here in a little bit this movie is everywhere um but we have to talk about the kill before this because it's kind of important to how we know what we know um, but the, you, since we're talking about the greenhouse area, there's a part where he sneaks up behind her and wraps her up in plastic to suffocate her. Well, what does a panic attack feel like? It feels like you can't breathe. It feels yeah, like you it's, are suffocating. Uh, a
1: thousand needles in your left arm for me personally. Yeah. But I and mean, then, every, yeah, I'm sure everyone breathe, kind of just ex- need water.
0: experiences it differently. So I took that whole scene as she's in full, like panic mode. She, you know. Marie, you know, she, she, she wants Alex so bad. She may be coming to terms with kind of what she's doing right now. And it's her mind making, and it also leads up to the next scene. It's like her mind is finally just going, no, we are the killer. We're going to see this through to the end, which is why we get that camera shot of the killer to her, the killer to her that's not her anymore she is the killer now the at old, this time the...
1: we don't know that
0: no not at this time but we've already spoiled it for everyone oh, yeah yeah no
1: i'm just saying like when you're watching it it's just like you still yeah. don't realize you're just thinking that she is now coming face to face with this killer and this is it and you get yeah. another glorious kill here
0: oh pseudo kill yeah but yeah. yeah she she like negan's this guy with a barbed wire piece of wood and beats yeah. the ever living hell out of it, him. The
1: first swing to the face, like it gets stuck and then yeah. when she pulls it away. Like you see all the holes in his face and then they just start to drip with blood. It's mm-hmm. like they start to fill. And then from there, it's whack a mole time.
0: Oh, yeah. She goes, she goes, uh, Louisville Slugger. If you ever seen uh, Inglorious Bastards,
1: yeah. Um, the dude, Bear she, Jew.
0: She goes, the Bear Jew on this guy.
1: Yeah. Swing But away. again,
0: It's literally just her mental break happening. Um, But the kill we've skipped over is she snuck into the van where the guy has Marie and she's trapped in there essentially with.
1: Or she's with Alex. 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 I'm sorry. I
0: keep getting them mixed up. So Marie (laughs) Marie's the killer. Alex is the love interest. Yeah. Alex is chained up. She's in the back of the vehicle. The killer's driving it from Marie's story. That's how we explain where they get where they're going. I was in the back of the vehicle the whole time. We get to the uh, gas station. This is where I think they could have solved something for what we're confused about with the vehicles. I think the what we find out later that they have the video surveillance. A quick pan outside to show what vehicle she was driving would have they could solved have showed
1: that the yellow vehicle was still there i don't know like there's something they should have done
0: well see the yellow vehicle was the gas attendant, gas station yeah attendance. and but just they like... drove the red little whatever car yeah but again we that's where they don't explain where the truck came from that that's what's not explained the truck is ex- very
1: real there's no doubt in my mind that the truck is
0: fake i don't because know
1: of that concrete cutter i don't know
0: well, unless see, she
1: used the, something else to kill the guy, I don't know. <laughs> the
0: the The only other explanation I have for the concrete cutter is, if the scene at the greenhouse is real, it potentially could have been in the greenhouse because it was you know a business. It would have been you know say they were adding more. Damn it,
1: that's a really good idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. So if if I had to, if I wanted to just say yes, this is what I want to say happened. She chained up Alex, put her in the car, they drove to um the gas station. She got gas. Well see, that still doesn't explain the car chase. No. Unless
1: it's just her telling the story of it, like, oh yeah, I, I totally chased him down for a car and but then I wrecked the car. So that's why you can't find the car because it, it exploded.
0: Right. But we know she went to the gas station because we're going you know, we need to tell everybody that part. So they go in the gas station and we watch um, the, the killer killed the gas station attendant while she's hiding from him in there. She gets out of the truck. It's drawn out. Well, when she calls the police, which I'm also thinking is part of the mental break she's experiencing. So there's part Marie that's still thinking like there's maybe still
1: some good Marie in there.
0: Yeah. Or she really thinks something is happening. So she does call the cops. The cops show up. They're checking out the crime scenes. They kill the gas station attendant with an axe pretty gruesomely. Oh, Light yeah. Pressure.
1: He gets that axe like straight to the chest. And then when shining he style. falls, he like falls on top of the axe. And then they like lift that axe out of him. Yeah. Like it's almost like pulling it away from him. So you got to think there's a body on the ground, chest on the floor with an axe like pinned in him and then it's getting tugged away. Like, just the amount of force.
0: If you you pay attention when the cops get there, the guy is on his back. So she rolled him over to pull the axe back out of his chest. Yeah. And they leave that in there, you know, because that's when you're starting to get this idea that she's running around. Also, there's a whole bathroom scene where she's hiding from the killer, and she thinks she got away from him. And the only thing you see in the bathroom when she's, like, trying to hunt around is her and all the reflections.
1: Oh, it's I didn't think just, about that.
0: It's just, it's only her. She's only hiding from You know, like, maybe I
1: didn't mind. pay attention to this movie all the times I've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta quit taking things at face value sometimes.
0: So, the cops figure out that there's video surveillance. And this is when we are first introduced to, we watch her put the axe in the gas station attendant. She chops him. And so it's like, oh, that's our oh shit moment. She's the killer.
1: Yeah, that's Um, uh, when we get the reveal is when the cops find out like, oh shit. She just took an axe to that guy's chest. Like, what the hell? That's us going, wait, what? Like, there is no killer? Like, she's it? Like, what's going on here?
0: None of this, when you watch for the first time, alludes to her being the killer at all. They do that well, I think. You know, you watch this movie. If you if you stopped watching halfway through, you would think that this guy's running around being a sadistic killer. And,
1: you know, like some movies you can watch and kind of guess the twist, you know, midway through. You can kind of predict it. I I feel like this is one of those you you wouldn't have seen coming because I I know I didn't. Oh, it's definitely like it's such a bizarre twist that it's easy to see. Like, no one could have guessed that.
0: I don't think I don't think. Anyone that says, "Oh, the first time I watched it, I knew what was happening." Bullshit.
1: Yeah, I don't bl- I bullshit. don't believe you
0: because that they did good enough filming of this that until you watch it the second time to see what they purposely put in, not that they messed up. They are purposely putting in these little red flags that on your second viewing you're going, "Oh shit, of course." Oh, I didn't even notice that again. Like Nate's going to go watch this again and go I totally missed that.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, Charlie was right, damn it. I'm never recommending a movie again. (laughs) (laughs) Can't have him be right twice.
0: Not one that I've seen and I I actually got. Now, don't make me watch Donnie Darko and explain it to you because that's not happening. I I can't do it. It's time
1: travel. That's my decision on that one. It's all time travel
0: it's it's something yeah explain <laughs> explain the rabbit then is that you know the, the guy that guides him? I don't know let's not I, I dive into that it's, it's been much. a long time since I've seen it that's too much movie I don't want to get into now so we find out that's her she's you know it's all revealed that she's been obsessed with Alex the entire time she's been doing it only for her Alex ends up like stabbing her with this car iron um, we get a pretty spectacular kill we keep talking about the the concrete saw um alex flags down this driver down the road as she gets away he has to like slam on his brakes and misses her which causes the car to get screwed up and i did like this i liked how they filmed it as the guy and then cut to her in the same kind of the way this
1: was filmed was so sweet because you're seeing the guy like jump on top of the Of the car yeah and then like Push the concrete into the glass and break away the glass, and then like start to cut into the dude's chest. Yeah, this dude gets blendered, and like all this blood is just splattering onto Marie and it's splattering onto Alex, but it's going Mm -hmm. back and forth between Marie and Ted the plumber.
0: So, but and uh, you're getting this cut to Alex and what she's seeing. Cut to Marie. Cut to the killer. We're just gonna call him the killer, even though it's the same person, the guy. And it, they just cut this back and forth. And from what I understand, when they first did this movie and they were talking about how to end it, they were originally just going to leave the twist till the very, very end.
1: Yeah, they were going to do it at like the last five minutes of the movie, which would have been very like jarring because you would have had no time to process it.
0: I think that would have been wor- worse. But uh, lo and behold, Luke Besson jumps in. They had let him read the script, and he's like the ex- husband of alex in this movie and he's like yeah that's kind of weird if you leave it all the way to like the last five minutes why don't you do it from like right here like yeah do it the
1: the third act that way you have now 25 minutes to to process this yeah
0: when the cops view the footage that's the perfect time to start doing this split kind of personality kind of thing so like i said i get it I understand what happens, and obviously we've already told you the end of the movie because it's at the beginning. Only she's not in a hospital; she's basically like in a psych ward. Yeah, I mean
1: she's still all wounded up because she's been stabbed yeah. in the stomach by Alex. Yeah, Alex to stabs get away her. from the truck, and then she gets stabbed with that uh, crowbar, like kind of in the shoulder, I'd say.
0: Yeah, uh, not the heart, not the lung, but the sh- just below the shoulder joint. It's where
1: every action guy gets shot to survive. Yeah,
0: that's how you survive. It went. It went straight through it's yeah. it's it's clean through and there's no bullet in there yeah but uh now she gets stabbed in there and pretty much that's the end of the movie but yeah that's the twist that people go back and go well it doesn't make sense where does where did this come from why why was this why did we see him with the severed head at the beginning well it's a i don't even think that was part of what she was even telling the detectives i think that was just creative for the director to give us this Ultimate bad guy. This I also
1: wonder degenerate because kind of like the Joker. Whenever the Joker tells his origin story, you can't you can't trust him because no. of him being psychotic. So it's kind of the same thing. We can't trust a word that uh, Marie is saying, right? No, like, we we, can, we, we
0: honestly can't trust anything, so even I what we watched.
1: Wonder if you would have made the movie a little scrambled to where it's just like. This movie really isn't making too much sense, but then it w- it would make sense at the end. You know what I'm saying? Towards yeah, like, but she... there's you're losing continuity or something like that from the way that maybe she was telling the story.
0: I think they'd be fe- they'd be fearful that people would stop watching it because Could they're be. like this movie makes no sense, and they're paying homage to the classics. So we're basically watching Leatherface run around this place, chasing people with a concrete saw, with
1: like a psycho type
0: ending of, yeah. Who the killer we was. Have, so we have a psycho type ending. We have a slasher kind of kill, you know, killer with an ax, decapitating a dude, cutting a woman's throat with a shaving razor, shooting a kid point blank in the head. We get all these little things that have happened in horror movies before put into one. It's literally a movie within a movie, except she's telling the movie. She's telling us it. and But she's telling the detectives. So there's always... Everything makes her out to be the good guy. No matter how she tells it, she's the good guy. Until it's revealed, she's not the good guy.
1: Yeah, she's totally full of shit.
0: Yeah. No, she's <laughs> she's obsessed with this girl. She's upset that she was hanging out with some guy they talk about. And and again it's a crude moment in the movie for us to talk about let me let me preface that I don't yeah. I don't care what people do but that is also the moment where this you know her brain switches it was like you know what she's mine and nothing's gonna stand in my way because yeah, there's
1: her. even earlier in the movie where like Alex mentions like a boy that Marie had been talking to and she's like oh yeah. was, no like shut up like and you're thinking like oh it's just it's college talk. Like, it's just mm-hmm. two girls, like.
0: I mean, that's how they do Like, That's, that's how that's they it. were doing it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, they throw hints this entire movie. She's the first time we see her, she's waking up from a nap. And she's like, oh, I had this dream. And I was running through the forest from a killer. But I was the killer. And her friend just blows it off. Like, it's just a dream. It's just a weird dream. And it, you honestly forget about that the first time yeah. you watch it. You I know, didn't realize
1: that she even says that until last night when watching it. I was like, oh, yeah. it was right there the whole time.
0: Everything you see, you, you this one is one of those, watch it a second time. Once you watch it a second time, and this was probably my fifth or sixth time watching the movie, I knew what the ending was. I already knew it, but now I can dig deeper and go, yep, that's right. I still just can't explain the vehicle situation. I think that's just one of those Either it got left on the editing room floor, which happens, because the director probably went, who's going to care about where the car came from? Me. Uh, yeah, and they, me. We, like, yeah. every,
1: like, nerd that's like, wait a minute, that seems like a continuity error. Because, like, yeah. not that I catch those all the time, but that's a pretty glaring one to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, how how is she driving two different vehicles with Alex in one of them without Pouring Alex?
1: onto Alex while driving yeah. one. Like...
0: Or, like... How is there a car accident unless Alex was driving one and she's trying to run her off the road? That is the one thing. Can't answer that. I
1: have no clue. And it's funny, like, watching a movie like this and how it ends with uh, Alex looking at her friend in the psych ward. And I was talking to him about this. I just don't have a further plot for it. I definitely wish someone, please just make this a reality because I'm too lazy to write a screenplay. I want a sequel. To like a slasher that's not a horror movie, but it's about the p t s d of surviving that horrific night. Give me a movie okay. where it's Alex dealing with all the trauma, and that's the horror you know i uh, i will
0: I will give you this though, on that line because I just rewatched them rewatch the second Halloween rob zombie movie,
1: so I was just about to mention that, okay, one okay, because good. I got this idea. Back after I'd watched the first How- Rob Zombie's Halloween in theaters, the way that ends of her screaming, the gun going off, I was like, I need a movie of Lori recovering from this. And That's what I want. And the second movie tried to, like, it definitely went there. Well,
0: it, but the it problem, continued the story of Mike. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And one of the things that I literally just recently found out, like, a month or two months ago, because I remember, like, loving that first one, hating the second one. Because Mm -hmm. I was like, the second one's really weird. Like, I see what he was trying to do on paper, maybe. But execution-wise, isn't making sense? Mm -hmm. It's because freaking Harvey Weinstein was the producer on that movie. And was yelling at Rob all the time. And giving Rob grief. So that piece of shit human disgust ball was the reason why uh, part two feels so distorted. I just found out because one of the makeup effect guys was on another podcast. And talking about. He didn't know who Harvey Weinstein was at the time. He's like, who the hell is this, like, troll that keeps yawning at Rob every day on the set? And it's like, oh, it's that gross ball. So.
0: And that just, you know, echoes what we always talk about. It seems like studios get in their own way. Every time you hear about something failing, it's almost always the studio's involvement or meddling. Yeah, because,
1: like, a studio just doesn't understand, like, maybe trust in the artist. Right. You know, Maybe just put a little faith in the guy that's helming this. He's not trying to purposely spend $300 million. like, huh. And then you don't have to give him that money because most of the time, if you are taking away money or whatever, they get creative. How can I yeah. use this as a story element?
0: No, I, I agree. And it's like, you know, y- you've been doing this long enough. When are you going to be able to look? There should be like a graph that they can look at and go, Hey, we didn't we didn't interfere with this movie. Look how much money we made. Oh, we interfered a lot. Look how much money we lost. There, yeah. there should be someone making a graph going. Shut up.
1: This is a little bit of an Excel Let spreadsheet showing like, oh, we really pissed off people with that one. But it's like whose yeah. fault was that?
0: I mean, I get keeping rain on someone that maybe is like, oh, we're out of, we're over budget. We need more money. Oh, we're over budget. We need. I get that, but when yeah. you guys hurt movies. It just because you're trying to save it and you end up losing money, which I think I like Halloween two, the Rob Zombie one, because I want to
1: go back and rewatch it. I really do. Cause I haven't seen it, it since it was in theaters.
0: It feels so much darker and dirtier and gr- grungier. And I, I dug it and we had this conversation in the group the other day, because we have a friend on there, Justin, who absolutely hates the Rob Zombie movies. I don't
1: get it. I don't know to why the, he does.
0: To the point where I, I get I'm it, like, but <laughs> that's why I rewatched them because I was like, you know what? You just made me want to watch it. So I took a picture of me. I'm gonna watch these out spite in. now. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this movie so hard, and uh, I was like, I, I, I don't get the hate. I, I see as an artistic look at it. I, I love where he was going and you know i can i can remove myself from going yeah, okay maybe that didn't make a whole lot of sense and maybe like the you know the pale
1: horse works on paper it, it just it needed to be death riding in on a pale horse need to be done a little bit differently that was my big it, thing
0: yeah that's you know that's like the one thing everyone points at and it honestly doesn't bother me i get how Michael remembered his mother just as this angelic hero riding in, trying to save the day almost as yeah. a baby boy and beauty. you know what most paintings are the beauty of a woman riding a horse of some sort, you know, we can talk about that when we do those movies. Yeah. But that we're back on that studios get involved and screw up a lot of good that can happen with movies uh, that didn't happen with this one i feel like this one hit it you're not gonna make all the people 100 percent happy i was happy with it I, even though, like, I enjoy this, this is
1: his first horror movie his second movie ever it's a hell of an introduction we have a bright and talented uh filmmaker here that i hope will continue to make more horror movies like because he definitely only puts one out like once every three four years yeah. like and it's one of those like god man i wish you would put out one every once or two years like uh, I feel work like with your buddy that you wrote this one with because he co-wrote it with one of his friends like
0: it, you it's two almost, get back together it's almost kind of like those type of directors that put their full selves into making these movies and they need that recoup time to get back yeah. in the zone I feel like that's what this because I mean look at this like you said this is the second movie this dude went hard oh like, yeah this is called I jumped in feet first They're gonna love it or they're gonna hate it, you know. And and if you remove the twist, I think even as just a standalone slasher, grindhouse kind of horror movie, it still could have stood above a lot. This it would definitely stood
1: above because, like, like we said, Wrong Turn came out the same year. I've watched this way more than I've watched Wrong Turn.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen Wrong Turn maybe three times. I like Wrong Turn, and they've got they they remade it. Have you this watched year? the remake? I haven't. I put it's it. It's amazing. I had, it, I had uh, it in my hand in the Walmart bin and I went, I don't know. And I put it back down.
1: <laughs> it's like, it might be like two hours and 10 minutes long. And it's not a remake of the original. It's just a movie with the same title, but it works. It uh-huh. works really well. It has a very low budget that sometimes hinders it a bit, but I enjoyed it. Like I was really impressed with what we got out of that because I, I want I bought it because I was like, oh, this was filmed in Ohio, like the southern Mm -hmm. part. I kind of want to see, you know, what they did with it. Does Ohio get mentioned or uh, any little towns that I'm like aware of get mentioned? Like, not that I remember, but it was cool for what it was. Like, I really enjoyed it more than probably what wrong turn two through nine or six or whatever did.
0: I mean, does a chick's head get cut completely in half with an axe? Like through the mouth?
1: (laughs) <laughs> because that's that's that that's an iconic scene <laughs> that's my
0: favorite in wrong turn is when they swing that axe around the yeah. tree and it goes and through her mouth chop. and her body falls and her head's yeah. just sitting on top of the axe love that perfection <laughs> perfection nate i just realized we have not played a commercial yet so before we get into our final our thoughts, network is gonna it's failed now so let's go ahead and play this real quick. Then we'll get into our final thoughts and do our favorite parts. Let's do it. And wrap this bad boy up. All right, buddy. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Livening Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D, from his times in the territories with PG Thirteen to his times in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits, and nothing will be held back. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major podcast formats. Welcome to the Must Ruby Stompdown. Where twice a month, we review monster movies from all corners of the planet. Join me, Sludge. I went to watch it in the night, and she's like, why are you watching this? You can quote this movie line for line. That's very accurate. My co-host, Mark.
1: Don't ask me to, to do a stomp down on this, because it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: dude. Ruben, what's your stomp down, rate? And our brother from Texas, Ruben. It's just, I'm like, wait a minute, they tricked me into watching this. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, from, that's what I felt like. <laughs> As we give you the history, our review, and the stomp down rating of some of the best and worst monster movies around, available through the Podbean app, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Amazon. Make sure and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to Good Beer Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Killboy Christ! <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest boner. And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I fed up. <laughs> Let me try that again. As we drag Kathleen. Hear me. Kicking and screaming through an alcohol fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. Yeah, you know, I don't even feel bad because you know what? Uh, this is our show. We can play the, the yeah. We can commercials play at any the anytime we, we want. Yeah, I miss we, Pete though. I, I do miss Pete. We <laughs> feel, we feel like we've had him for so long. I know two episodes with him. I, I miss Sludge too. I know, man. It's, it's just me. It's just me and you all alone. All alone, alone. I miss Dan. <laughs> I was going to get that in there again, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, let's, uh, let's talk, Let's, let's do our final thoughts on here. So n- knowing, knowing now what, you know, from my explanation of things, what's your thoughts on this movie now?
1: It makes more sense now, which I did not think you were going to be able to do. I, I thought you were full of shit. There was not going to be possible.
0: That's most things, but I was pretty confident this time.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> so bravo to you, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, I still
1: enjoy the movie. Um, the person that did the special effects for this is a gentleman named uh, Gionato De Um That name may not ring a bell to you, but he did like makeup departments for the original Dune. Oh, he okay. did makeup on the old Italian zombie movie oh, you know the that unofficial yes. sequel to Donna Z, basically the italian version rambo three the,
0: zomb- the zombie shark eight yes again. zombie yeah, versus yeah. shark yeah, yes i remember
1: that oh yeah um conan the destroyer this man nice was you know a legend in the field sadly he passed away in april of this year but i've been oh, wanting man. to make sure yeah he was a uh, 79 years old though so a man that's well, okay. been in the business for a long time, but I definitely want us to eventually have a segment where we we talk about these guys that bring all of our favorite creatures to life. Because yeah, you can have an excellent writer and you can have an excellent director, but man, these special effect guys—they're really oh, they're doing the work. <laughs> and it's
0: it's not just the Tom Savinis or you know the the whole houses of Stan Winston that are pulling this yeah. off. There are others out there, you know. I, I'm open to do a show just on special effects. I think yeah, that would be uh, kind of a cool show to do. The
1: who's who, and you're not even going to realize like some of these guys are like have done everything you love. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. The reason I bring him up is because the kills in this look so authentic, and it's just so disturbing. They so, are. I mean, when you're working with a budget of only $2 million, he went hard in yeah. uh, assuring that his effects were on point, realistic, gruesome, because like we said, I mean, there's not much uh, of a body count to this film, which we'll get into.
0: Well, you know, I was going to say, so we can talk about that a little bit more. Let's just go ahead and get into Let's, let's let's do raining blood real quick. So, uh, like Nate said, not a lot of body count in this. We have five with an asterisk.
1: With an asterisk.
0: Uh, you know me. I like my asterisk. I like to find a little bit more than going five people died in the movie. Yep. Back to, Three back died, to you, Nate. Three died
1: right out yeah. the gate. Yeah. Then a gas station attendant. Then some poor dude got cut up with a concrete.
0: <laughs> yep. So, in trying to find the trailers of this. I found like people that went through and showed all the kills and everyone's counting the headless girl at the beginning. That is in the gruesome, nice scene.
1: The no, no scene,
0: but she was completely made up. She never existed. As far as the movie goes, that was highly
1: doubt Marie found time to go sever ahead. head.
0: no, She's not even there yet. Yeah. She's not even there yet. So, to me, I, A, it's a little bit of filler for us as an audience to be introduced to what we're supposed to believe it's is the killer. Us, because yeah. this is
1: Marie's story, as you have now presented right.
0: to me. And the head is purposely meant to look like Alex, but it's not Alex. Because Alex survives till the end. Because we're supposed to believe the killer has a type. Yeah. Yeah. So. Again, a, a lot of little things that lead up to the, you know, the big reveal at the end.
1: Damn it, dude! I was taking a drink. You can't, I you know, know do you that were. twist on me.
0: I knew that. I was, it was so great. Don't put <laughs> it on the computer. <laughs> but um, it's the one kill that I can't count because it would be like trying to count when she killed the guy, but she didn't kill the guy. It's her, you know. So there's literally only five people that die in this movie.
1: Yeah, like it's yeah. it's a low one. It is. But they stick with you. Like I said, that uh, decapitation scene is just as brutal as the first time I ever saw it. Like it's one yeah. of those things. Like, oh, it's coming up. It's coming up.
0: Well, <laughs> and uh, the the other reason I wanted to go ahead so we could talk about the body count was because it's so low. Because there's only five, they draw them out. The only quick kill. Is the little boy.
1: Yeah, he's the only one that's kind of spared.
0: Yeah, because the director got cold feet in filming it. So the dad gets brutalized all the way up to the point where his head gets stuck. And then it's called a bureau. This bureau, he slides across. And it's not like he went fast. It's heavy. It's
1: a slow, heavy boulder (laughs) coming at you. And
0: it. Tears away the head and the camera doesn't cut away no. at any point.
1: Apparently, in the U.S. cut, it did. I read that.
0: Well, it's because apparently we can't handle it, we can't form.
1: handle violence. Whatever, right? Give me,
0: give me more, give me more, give me more. <laughs> um, the mom getting her throat slit is actually fairly slow when he does it, and actually, I read that the reason that it seems kind of slow is because the guy kept worrying that he was putting too much pressure on the actress. And even though oh, the knife really? was, instead of the, the prosthetic. Kni- yeah. The, the knife was dull, but he still felt like he was hurting her. So they actually took like three or four takes of them having to redo it. And while they don't show the actual cutting of the throat that shows him and his arm sawing back and forth, So it's just as visceral in your mind. And then it shows her with her head split up back. So they take their time. The guy with the axe in his chest, it shows the guy stepping on the guy's back while the axe is in his chest, like just pushing it deeper. And then, of course, the concrete saw going through the guy. It literally is a blender scene.
1: On top of our Negan scene.
0: Yeah. Oh, and the Negan scene, which is just our visualization of her brain snapping, but it's it's brutal. It, yep. There's a there's enough blood in here to satisfy any gore hound, even though there's only like five people that die.
1: Like I said, this is why it's the perfect like introductory film into French horror.
0: Yes. Like it yes. It, it
1: it just it gives you enough to you're like, I kinda want more. But also, then once you get more, you're like, I kind of regret this because now I feel terrible.
0: Just be prepared if you introduce someone to this and it's their first time, be prepared to explain at the end. Don't spoil it right off the bat. Don't spoil it. Let them let them experience it because you never get that experience back. But just be prepared to go even so much as, okay, let me take you back and quickly show you the scenes that should have clued you in as you went. That's another way you can go about it too. But my final thoughts on it, it's an excellent movie. I've loved it since it came out. It's uh I hadn't watched it in I don't know, probably going on 12, 13 years since the last time I watched it cuz it's one of those where I'm like I know I like that movie. I'll even recommend it to people in other horror groups. I just personally haven't sat down and revisited it in a long time. So uh, things that had faded from me was I forgot how drawn out the kills were. So I, they were, I still felt like, Ooh, 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 the yeah, head's yeah. just getting tore. So I was like, I, I love that I got to experience a little bit of not remembering on certain things, even though I knew the whole plot, I knew the twist, all that. Also afforded me to go up. Oh, there's the rifle. It's above the mantle. Oh, yeah, there's that guy,
1: rifle. I can't believe I did not notice that. Ever.
0: Like I said, I can explain everything but the concrete saw in the truck. And well, I'm just going to say. It,
1: if it is in the green room.
0: And I, if I have to explain it, it's in the green room. She Colonel was
1: Mustard in the green room with the concrete yeah. saw.
0: So let, I'll do this. So she gets, she takes her car to the gas station, but decides to kill the clerk because he saw her face.
1: Yep. He, he knows too kill much. Kill them.
0: She cannot keep driving her own vehicle, so she steals his car. She wrecks it, which would explain how Marie got away—or not Marie. uh, Alex gets away from her is because she get they wreck the car, and she has to undo the bonds to get her out because she's chained up, or she's not even been chained up this whole time too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. (laughs) So she may not have been bond. You know. She may have had her hands tied, but again, through Marie's eyes, she may not have been fully chained up. So she could have been in, she could have been in the trunk of the car. We don't know. Car crashes. She gets loose, takes off running. Marie in a panic state runs through the greenhouse, trying to find her Has a panic attack, which is the fight between her and the killer in her mind. Because the very next thing is, Alex has flagged down that car, and Marie comes running with the concrete saw towards the car. Boom. I just solved it. Bam. Just like that. Boom. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the mic drop, but... She was the killer
1: all along.
0: She was the killer all along. <laughs> the phone call came from upstairs
1: The phone call came from inside her mind <laughs> Coke and Pepsi are the same thing
0: Oh, I feel like we've left Hold on The dad's head got ripped off <laughs> I feel like I'm off tonight, man Late Yeah, commercial you're supposed to play spots. the pop,
1: pop, pop After the Coke and Pepsi reveal
0: Ah, oh, dang it Oh, yep. well <laughs> So that's high tension, everybody. Um, let's give it our, let's do our machete ratings. Yeah. And guess, guess what I have?
1: Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back.
0: Woo! <laughs> Someone wrote that. <laughs> that's Jason X. <laughs> I know. I just cracked Jason me up. Jason X. I love Someone it. No one
1: got paid to write that. <laughs>
0: I went looking for like machete sound effects and I was like, I should be able to find it all in like machete movies. Someone hasn't gone through YouTube and made those yet. So I think I'm going to have to do that. Well, and, well, then you I found, and then I found like guys in jungles, like trying out different machetes. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to watch those later. <laughs> and then I just typed in machete and uh, Jason X kill pops up where he wanted his machete. And I'm like, that'll work. All right, that works for that's now. I'll take fitting. it. I haven't I'll seen Jason it.
1: X in years, so I would have never remembered that was in there. So <laughs>
0: that's it, man. Well, let's say uh, we've let Pete go twice now, and I think you went the very yeah, first so episode. So you get to go first so It's my turn. Time. Yeah. Um. Don't I don't we don't need to recap anything. We've talked plenty enough plenty enough about this. Um. I enjoy it. It's it's a good watch. I recommend anyone to check it out. If if you can handle that kind of gore. I wouldn't recommend this to someone that I feel like they couldn't handle the type of gore that's in this hostile. Some of the Saw movies where they get really into the whole. It's not body horror. This is just where they literally like rip body parts yeah, off. What of can people. we do
1: to a person?
0: Yeah. And it, it, it was that beginning of every movie felt, it felt like it had to one up the last movie that came out.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, oh, they did that. I'm going to do this
0: what have we never seen on camera? Well, we're going to put a big bear trap around this girl's head. And if she can't get the lock undone, it's literally going to snap her head backwards.
1: And we're going to make it.
0: Yeah. That (laughs) was kind of cool. It worked. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll call it a win. I'm going to say a seven. I feel like this is a solid seven for me because I get it. I never had the hate for this movie. Some people have, um, the gore and the kills are fantastic. And once you understand it and watch it a couple more times, you can appreciate it even a little bit more. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand with seven machetes.
1: All right. All right. Now that you've explained it to me, but I'm, I'm going off of my viewing before you had to uh, break it down for me. Sure. You know, I feel like maybe the next watch, it'll be a little bit of a higher rating with a fresh lens on it. But uh, insights. Yeah, yeah, new new thought process to look at instead of just at face value, like what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I I still like I think it's a six. I'd give it a six out of ten. Um, which is still like that doesn't mean it's bad by any means. No, like, no, 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 no. It's it's definitely enjoy it.
0: I was wavering between six and a half and seven. I'm just giving it bonus points for he went for it and the gore works, the kills work. And the movie's called High Tension. This is a very tense movie the, the first time you watch it.
1: It's very tense. Like, yes. It's a lot of just ambient noise and just like um it rising throughout the yeah. movie. So you're kind of getting more and more on the edge. And then it ends with a Muse song, which was really weird, but whatever. Well, it, uh,
0: it also ends with her looking at Alex, even though it was like two-way mirror yeah that she was supposed to be able to see through and she starts laughing and you she know reaches out, which I thought yeah. about
1: starting this podcast like as soon as I saw your beautiful face like reaching out to you <laughs> it
0: doesn't quite work on podcasts but yeah it she she's, she's handcuffed and her hands just jolt and causes uh Alex to jump I mean it's and she just goes she can't see me right it It's creepy as all get out. I'll get even that part.
1: She just feels her presence.
0: Yeah. So I, I can see a six. I I really do. I, I, I'm probably being really generous with a seven. Again, I, I, I like the director. I like the effects, everything else leading up to it. And I do feel like take the twist away. We still have a pretty flipping awesome slasher flick, you know, I just so I'm, don't
1: know if it would have uh, caused as much of a stir. I just really don't know if it would have. That or not.
0: that's the other thing. Would this have just disappeared in the white noise that is yeah. those type of movies, or because of the controversy, is that what makes this movie now memorable?
1: Because you and you I know? could put on Tubi right now and go to the horror section on that app, and just there's a million different slasher movies. Because like, yeah, what else are you going to be if you're a young filmmaker that's just wanting to have some fun in the woods with his friends, make a slasher movie.
0: And when you get to being like us, we feel like we've seen them all. Yeah. I mean, even to the point of our From Beyond episode, before I knew about that movie, I would have told you I've probably seen every body horror movie there is because From Beyond didn't have any kind of stir to it, any kind of, there's another word I can't think of, you know, that makes people, that polarizes razzle-dazzle people. people. Yeah, razzle-dazzle or even just like either you love it or you hate it. But either way, people are talking about it.
1: Yeah, but for some reason, no one seems to be talking about it when they need to be.
0: No, but <laughs> you know what? In the horror groups, when you bring it up, they're like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I need to check that one out. But yet there's no, there's nothing else about this movie, but check it out. It's awesome. It gets our approval. Um, but, uh, just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, thank everybody that is, uh, checking out all of our other shows. We have the, give me back my action movies on this feed. We have Sludgecast, good beer, bad movie, live and in color with Wolfie D. We got a lot more stuff in the works. Um, There's gonna be some cool
1: stuff coming up.
0: There is, uh, I, I can go ahead and say that hopefully by the beginning of the year, everything will be up and running. So, a lot of stuff will be starting soon, but by the beginning of the year, ev- everything we have planned will be going. Um, so, just stay tuned for that. I uh, want to thank Mountain Empire Comics in Johnson City and Bristol, Diane and Rob, huge supporters of the show. We support them equally. Um, we want to thank uh, Poster Smash, which is James Brenton and Bobby Easley. They have a movie, we keep talking about it. Uh, constantly but we're going to have an episode about it here really soon. They did Witch House. Very, very excited. Very very we're we're all looking forward to it. They're they're looking forward to us watching the movie. We're looking forward to watching it. Um so stay tuned for that. That'll be coming down here fairly Support soon. Support
1: indie horror. I cannot say yes. it enough. Support indie horror. If you are an indie horror filmmaker and you're listening, you're like, "Hey, if these guys are wanting to watch my movie, like throw it our way." Let us know about it. Please, please let us know about it.
0: Honestly, I feel like if you're the type of person that's complaining about reboots and remakes and how much you hate it, and you're not checking out indie horror and low-budget movies, then you're a poser. Because that's exactly the people that are out there doing the legwork and putting these new takes on horror and new stories. you got to check them out. Yeah, it's
1: a... It's a great time to be a horror fan.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna sit there and go, Rob Zombie destroyed the the whole Halloween franchise. Well, have you checked out Witch House? No, that looks low budget. I'm not interested in it. I I don't I don't know what that movie's about. You know, is it a remake? No, you just said you don't like remakes. Take a risk. Yeah,
1: dive into something.
0: I know I'm ranting all of a sudden, but uh, yeah,
1: no, it it's good. Uh. Just thank you, everyone, for listening so far. The feedback has been awesome. So, like, it seriously warms my heart. And if you could, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, if that's where you're listening. Uh, Share us on Spotify. Podbean, you can leave comments as well. Yep. Just, you know, spread the word. Like, that's what we're here for.
0: And you know what? Come join us in the Facebook group. Give me back my horror movies. Uh, you know, just find us there. All you gotta do is type it in. It'll pop up. We're not private. Anything like that. If you go to uh, Give Me Back My Action Movies, we have a group for that. We have uh, Give Me Back My Podcast Network, which is our main page. There's buttons on there, literally, that take you to the groups. Check us out over there. I run the Instagram accounts for both Give Me Back My Action and Give Me Back My Horror. Um, follow me over there. I try to share different things so you're not like scrolling through instagram hey that was cool and then you go on facebook and see the exact same post it happens once in a while but i really try to keep both of those yeah it's its so own you, separate you, thing yeah Some
1: fun stories are being posted on there
0: I, that uh, that's what i have more fun doing i think the stories on instagram i'm having a blast because they let me put music to everything yeah like you can and,
1: actually put any type of music you want and yeah little fun stickers that are interactive
0: I have fun. I made an ooey-gooey one for the From Beyond. We should do a little cool.
1: Q&A on that Instagram.
0: We should. There's, yeah. You know what? We can live stream from that. We might want to do like a yeah. live stream where we can talk to people. Our two fans, when they pop up, we can say thank you directly to them. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, it is time to wrap this up. Yes, sir. You want to give us the good word? Groovy. Hail to the king, baby.